Cleveland County 911. I don't know if I should have called this in or not, but... What's going on? If I'd have a camera, I'd take a picture of it. Take a picture of who? I don't know what, I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. I would not kill it because I was afraid to. But he went back up the mountain. Come on, say bye. You are listening to the Bigfoot Gumbo Podcast, where we focus on topics like cryptids, the paranormal, and UFOs. But to mix it up, we will also cover things like current events, entertainment, food, mysteries, and other interesting things. From Bigfoot to Boudin, we got you covered like a big pot of gumbo. Hello everyone, this is episode 19 of Bigfoot Gumbo. I'm glad you tuned in. If you are listening to this podcast and enjoy it, please send us an email and let us know where you're from and what you like about the show. And remember to add us to your favorites so you never miss a show. Bigfoot Gumbo is always looking for encounters. You may have experience with cryptids, the paranormal, UFOs or anything strange. We're not picky. Please send us an email about your encounter and your story may appear on a future show. Your identity can remain anonymous if necessary, but why keep your encounter a secret? Contact us today. And I have a great show lined up for you, but first I have some news to get things stirred up. And I wanted to start off episode 19 by announcing that we have new listeners from the province of Leinster in Ireland. So welcome to the show and thank you for listening to those of you in Ireland. It's great that the show continues to grow with listeners from all over the world. And we actually have listeners in nine different countries now. So that's pretty exciting. And since this is Thanksgiving week, we are kind of running low on news stories, so we'll just go straight to the show. I hope you enjoy it. So our first story is why some people paint their porch ceilings light blue. Now I know you're probably saying why is he doing a story on porch ceiling paint? Well just be patient and I'll get to that. Just relax and don't be mad. It's going to be okay. Okay so when I was young I noticed the ceilings on my grandparents porch was painted light blue as were many in the small town where I grew up. And I asked my grandfather one day why this was done, and he said it was to keep wasps from building nests on the ceiling of his porch. He said the wasps would think it was the sky and build somewhere else, 
and that made sense to me. But fast forward to present day and I started thinking about this again and I did a little research and it turns out that there is much more to this story than I realized and it even has a supernatural side to it and that my friends is why I'm covering this on Bigfoot Gumbo. Now do you understand? Okay so here's the entire story. It turns out that this paint is called Haint Blue. So Haint Blue is a collection of pale shades of blue-green that are traditionally used to paint porch ceilings in the southern United States. The tradition originated with the Gula in Georgia and South Carolina. The pigment was sourced from crushed indigo plants. Indigo was a common source for Haint Blue prior to the American Revolution when indigo was com a common crop for the plantations in the American South, but the tradition survived well after the decline in indigo cultivation. And just so you know, the Gula are African Americans who live in the Low Country regions of Georgia, Florida, and South Carolina, in both the coastal plain and the Sea Islands. They developed a Creole language, the Gula language, and a rich culture and African influence that makes them distinctive among African Americans. The word haint is an alternative spelling of haunt, which was historically used in African American uh, language to refer to a ghost or in the hoodoo belief, a witch-like creature seeking to chase victims to their death by exhaustion. Originally, Haint Blue was thought by the Gula to ward haints or ghosts away from the home. The tactic was intended either to mimic the appearance of the sky, tricking the ghosts into passing through, or to mimic the appearance of water, which ghosts traditionally could not cross. The Gula would not paint only the porch, but also doors, wood frames, and shutters. As Gula culture mingled with white southern culture, the custom became more widely practiced. The use of Haint Blue has lost some of its superstitious significance, but modern proponents also cite the color as a spider and wasp deterrent. However, the color has not been actually scientifically shown to keep bugs away. The associated repellent effect may stem from the use of milk paint containing lye, which does act as an insect repellent. The blue color is also appreciated from a design standpoint for mimicking the color of the sky. So there you have it folks. Now you know why southerners paint their porch ceilings light blue. So many things are done today from old traditions, and sometimes it's good to find out how these traditions began. I can still remember my grandparents' porch in that beautiful light blue color, and now it all makes sense to me.
Here on Bigfoot Gumbo, we cover a variety of topics. You know, it's like a big pot of gumbo, all spicy and unpredictable. Well, the following topic is a conspiracy theory. Now, I'm not really into conspiracy theories. I hear a lot of people talking about them, and most of them I find pretty ridiculous. And the following conspiracy theory is about chemtrails. I've heard a lot about them and I wanted to cover it in this podcast for those of you who haven't heard the story. So what is the chemtrail conspiracy theory? The chemtrail conspiracy theory is based on the erroneous belief that long-lasting condensation trails or chemtrails consisting of chemical and biological agents left in the sky by high-flying aircraft sprayed for nefarious purposes undisclosed to the general public. Believers in this conspiracy theory say that, the, that while normal contrails dissipate relatively quickly, contrails that linger must contain additional substances. Those who subscribe to the theory speculate that the purpose of the chemical release may be solar radiation management, weather modification, psychological manipulation, human population control, or biological or chemical warfare, and that the trails are causing respiratory illnesses and other health problems. The claim has been dismissed by the scientific community. There is no evidence that the purported chemtrails differ from normal water-based contrails routinely left behind by high-flying aircraft under certain atmospheric conditions. Although proponents have tried to prove that chemical spraying occurs, their analyses have been flawed or based on misconceptions. Because of the persistence of the conspiracy theory and questions about government involvement, Scientists and government agencies around the world have repeatedly explained that the supposed chemtrails are in fact normal contrails. So that's the chemtrail conspiracy theory. I can understand why most people would find this conspiracy theory ridiculous. I've looked up in the sky and have witnessed some of these trails following jets. And personally, I feel like this is probably just something made up by those who make up conspiracy theories. However, there is a small part of me that knows that our government probably does a lot of things that the public doesn't know about. Could this be something they're doing? It does kind of make you wonder a little bit. So I'm going to leave this in the I'm not sure category. And this was my first attempt at covering conspiracy theories. I hope you enjoyed it. What do you think? Send me an email with your comments, or maybe you have another conspiracy theory you would like me to cover. I'll be waiting to hear from you.
Bigfoot Gumbo would love to hear from you. Send us an email or join our forum if you have a story you would like to share with us. Your story may appear on a future podcast. Also, please help support us by liking us on social media and sharing us wherever you listen to your podcast. A nice rating would also be appreciated. Thanks for your support. And I'm going to finish off this episode with a classic Bigfoot encounter that took place in August 1977 in the state of Oklahoma. This article was taken from the Lawton Constitution newspaper on Wednesday, August 10th, 1977. The title of the article was Creature Stalks Stillwell Area. And it says, Stillwell, Oklahoma, we don't know what to call it. We don't know how to cope with it and we don't know what to do with it when we find it. Adair County Under Sheriff Gary Fain said, referring to a reported mystery creature. Authorities are investigating a report that a creature described as nine feet tall, hairy, and having glowing red eyes clawed a 15-year-old boy here. Several reports of killed and partially slaughtered goats and of missing calves in the area of eastern Oklahoma near the Arkansas line are being linked to the investigation, authorities said. We don't believe anyone is lying about this, Fain said. Adair County civil defense officials notified the Sasquatch investigation of the Mid-American Tuesday, hoping to learn if the reported creature could be the legendary Bigfoot. Authorities have been investigating the report of a creature's attack since Saturday, but didn't disclose their investigation until Tuesday for fear of starting a panic. Brian Jones, 15, told authorities he was attacked by the creature Friday night. The boy told officials that he was grabbed and scratched, leaving claw marks on his back. The boy also said he was thrown to the ground when his friends approached with flashlights. The reported attack was said to have occurred when Jones went outside to investigate after one of his friends saw a pair of red eyes peering through the kitchen window. So there you have it folks, another classic Bigfoot encounter that took place in Oklahoma back in 1977. This part of the country has always been a hot spot for Bigfoot encounters, and this one was a good one. I hope you enjoyed it. This historical newspaper article was found by the late Scott McLean and was shared on the Bigfoot forums. So remember, our world is still full of mysteries, and here on Bigfoot Gumbo, we'll keep searching for the answers. That does it for this episode. 
We hope you enjoyed the show. Keep it spicy, everybody, and laissez le bon temps rouler. This show was produced by Fofale Productions. <laughs>